0: Hello and welcome to The Den of Inquiry, brought to you by Rolling in Politics. My name is Miranda Duffy and I use the arts, poetry and live theatre productions to start conversations with 9 to 12 year olds about big ideas such as democracy, individual liberty, the rule of law, to support critical thinking skills and to encourage them to ask questions about the world confidently. And today we've got Carrot. Thank you for joining me Carrot. Now Carrot is is 11. Hello. And we've, and we've got our studio audience Woof and today we're going to be talking about engaging with really big issues and how hard it is and to see if there are ways that we can talk about stuff that sometimes young people don't really want to hear. So here's a poem called Talk to the Hand because a face needs feeding by me Miranda Duffy. Exactly, see, gap in our lives that I just can't fill. With COVID came lockdown. Who'll pay this fast bill? Is that what you meant for hunger is real, with food banks the source of the day's only meal? Oh, that kind of gap, not global disease. The answer to your gap is pasta and cheese. But now that we're on it, this knowledge is key, for what happens next is the stuff of history. We'll all get through this, but how is unclear. I can't tell you what you are hoping to hear. I don't have the answers, but neither do they. Pandemic's not over, it's not gone away. Still, the woods are bigger than we ever knew. The arguments are comparatively few. You eat a lot, all of you, but I was shocked to be crying too. For toddlers trapped with no outdoor space, Our privacy lost to a database. For those who stepped up. At those who say face. The jobs that are gone. What will take their place? Yes, we're still on this. The gap needs filling. I know it's not easy. Sheer magnitude's chilling. The debt must make sense to your generation. This sacrifice made for the health of the nation. For you'll be paying for it. Not just me. The billions borrowed won't come for free. Kids... Listen please, for I have to confess. Your mother who loves you feels powerless. So this is a conversational poem. Who do you think the conversation is between?
1: The mother and the children. The mother is explaining to the children what's going on with the pandemic. And while the the children or child just wants food. <laughs> um, Does this ring but... any bells by any chance? No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, the child is just going, I want food, and the mother is trying to tell them there's something a lot bigger than that going on, and I don't know what to do about it.
0: Well, spot on. That's brilliant. So why don't you read, please, up to the stuff of history?
1: OK. See, there's this gap in our life that I just can't fill. With COVID came lockdown. Who pay this vast bill? Is that what you meant? For hunger is real, with food banks the source of their day's only meal. Oh, with that kind of gap, not global disease. The answer to your gap is pasta and cheese. But now that we're on it, this knowledge is key. For what happens next is the stuff of history.
0: Good, well done. And there's a full stop at the end of history, isn't there? So, why do you think this knowledge is key? And why is it the stuff of history?
1: It's... Because it's an eventful time. You wouldn't go back a hundred years ago and then study what they were doing, um, having for breakfast. If you were a historian, you'd be you'd be quite interested in significant events.
0: And This is pretty big, isn't it? It's pretty significant.
1: Mm-hmm. In the future, people might think, well, that's not significant. But then again, they might. It's more likely that they'll go. So that was a pretty significant event. It's, it is historic, it's unprecedented
0: in our time and certainly we've had the biggest level of restrictions and laws imposed on us since the Second World War, so this is certainly something that's beyond generational. It is the stuff of history and how we recover from it or what happens next is going to be carefully analysed. So could you please read the next four lines until the next full stop?
1: We'll all get through this, but how is unclear? I can't tell you what you are hoping to hear. I don't have the answers, but neither do they. The pandemic's not over. It's not gone away. It's clear in the lines that it says, we're getting through this, but it's not a clear path. There's lots of bumps and hills that you, we can't see over.
0: Yeah, again, brilliant. It's um, it's going to be, we're going to have some tricky times, but we've got an awful lot going for us too. So I don't want to be negative about it because we've still got a very large economy and we're still well protected. But there are certainly going to be challenges next year. And why do you think I've used a capital A for answers? And who are they?
1: Uh they. They, the government, the people in charge, and A for answers. I don't think I know on that one. Well, I put a
0: capital A there to sort of emphasise that I don't think there is a single answer. There's no definitive There's no, this is the right way. It's really, really complicated. It's a huge problem. And there are going to be lots of options. And it's going to be from that, the the best one, whatever that is. And here I change tone after this full stop. I change tone to try and be positive by still. And there's an exclamation mark. I don't use those very often. And in this poem, I've used them twice. So could you please read the next just three lines?
1: Still, the woods are bigger than we ever knew. The arguments are still compatrily, compatrily,
0: comparatively
1: comparatively few. You eat a lot, all of you, but I was shocked to be crying too.
0: That's right. So I'm trying to be quite positive here because we have had some good times in lockdown, haven't we? Remember those lovely dog walks we all loved?
1: No, they, we didn't <laughs> like those.
0: <laughs> and the arguments were, when I say comparatively?
1: There were arguments, of course, because you can't go for six months locked. In a house with not much time outside and expect to be happy with everyone all the time.
0: Well, that's right. I think that's really balanced because I will still remember quite a lot of lockdown as, as having positives, although obviously having many challenges as well. So why do you think there I was shocked to be crying too? Could you please read the next, just the next, well, the next four lines?
1: Uh, from where?
0: For toddlers
1: for toddlers trapped with no outdoor space are privacy lost to a database for those who stepped up at those who saved face the jobs are gone what will take their place
0: brilliant well done so why toddlers trapped with no outdoor
1: space well, there are, when there are people who um, live in apartments and have children, maybe very young children, there's normally not gardens on apartments, and if there are balconies, the balconies are usually quite small, and the parents or guardians wouldn't want them to be on those balconies depending on how high they are in the apartments. Well, yes, I mean,
0: essentially, not everyone's got a garden, have they? Not everyone's got access to outside space. And when the parks were closed, initially, when we didn't quite know how bad the virus was, we had to take some, what we call draconian, so very, very strict measures. And toddlers weren't just allowed out into the park and to run around in the same way that we used to and, and need. And I think every parent must have felt for them to thought, that must be really, really hard. And our privacy lost to a database. What's that, do you know?
1: Well, since we were all staying inside a lot of the time, and our options were quite limited, a lot of people resorted to just going on screens because they had a lot more spare time. Well,
0: well tried. That is actually, what I'm referring to there is a national database which tracked people's whereabouts and also who, effectively, oh, who they met.
1: A and trace system.
0: That's right. So... The reason why I have put that in there is because when you give away permission for people to track you, it's very hard to get it back. So there was quite a lot of controversy about the use of our phones, being able to tell where we were at any one time, and who we were in contact with. Mm-hmm. And what about for those who stepped up the at those who say face, the jobs that are gone? What will take their place? Why did I put that?
1: Um. Well... <laughs> I only know how the second half of it. The first okay. half is quite muffled to me. Okay. Uh, the second half is about people who have lost their jobs. And because the jobs that have been lost by people were lost, is lots of people have lost money and can't afford to pay the bills anymore. Some people have made lots of money, like games, people buying lots of online game purchases because they don't have a lot else to do but then going to bookshops they will have lost money and people that work in bookshops they could have um, lost their job because they are counted as unessential items
0: well, well done that's exactly it so there are going to be a lot of jobs particularly on the high street which are now threatened sadly And how do you think people feel when they lose their jobs or when they feel their business is threatened?
1: It would be be incredibly scary thinking, Mm -hmm. I have a secure job, but I might lose that, um, that secure place. So a lot of fear, that's right. So now I change, I put a question mark
0: there. And on the next lines, I try to lift the tone a bit to say, yes, we're still on this. The gap needs filling. I know it's not easy. Sheer magnitudes, chilling. The debt must make sense to your generation, this sacrifice made for the health of the nation. For you'll be paying for it, not just me. The billions borrowed won't come for free. Another full stop at the end of that. Why do you think I'm urging you to engage and to understand and to listen to it? Why do you think the debt must make sense to your generation?
1: Because... Uh, it, It must have cost billions, trillions even, just to put research into finding a vaccine for COVID. But they can't take that from people and decide that they're not giving anything back in return. They have to, there is a huge debt that's going to come and they're going to have to find a way to repay it. Well,
0: that's it. So what we're going to see next year, the start of next year, are again changes. And I think it's easier to understand those changes and not necessarily accept them, but to question them if we understand the source of the debt, the reason why the money was taken out in the first place, because it might change our attitude for, you know, how we repay it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And when I put at the last two lines, and I'm almost pleading, kids, listen, please, for I have to confess, your mother who loves you feels powerless. How does it make you feel that I've admitted that I feel powerless against this level of debt?
1: It gives you a feel of how small you are in the universe because you can't really do anything about it. You don't have enough money to repay this back. It makes you feel. It makes you feel scared that the person you look up to has admitted they can't do anything about it either.
0: Well, I certainly put it in to be quite provocative. So to provoke, to to prompt a reaction. To say, "I, I don't have the answer to this. This is something that is bigger than what we as parents can do. Well done. That was really, really good. Now, I'm just going to suggest a media literacy challenge. So phones at the ready, use a search engine to find out how much money has the government spent on the pandemic? What has the money been spent on? And then check. Where have these facts come from? And how do you know that they're accurate? Time it. who will be the first to find out the answers. But the sources have to be credible and stand up to scrutiny. Thank you very much for listening.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: Rollicking Politics is part of Gone to the Dogs Productions Limited. For more information, see rollickingpolitics.co.uk or on Twitter and Facebook at RollickingP or search for the showreel of our theatre production. Rocks, spelt R-O-X. Paper and the Scissors on YouTube. Music by Jamie Valentine.